Well, good afternoon, Jody, and hello to our listeners. It's been a little bit since we've been able to do a podcast. The last couple of weeks have gotten away from us. How are you doing today, Jody? Oh, I'm good. I feel like I should still be kind of going in with yo, 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 dog, or hey, because because. <laughs> <laughs> Your yo dogs will always be appreciated. Like, and I don't know if the podcast listeners can hear the yo dog uh, outside. <laughs> that it's <laughs> there's a little yuffy thing that lives next door. And um, let's just say, what what did they used to call puntables? I believe they were puntables. It's uh, my cat could beat it up. You know what I mean? But, oh yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a big fan of the yo dog greeting. Um, I've I don't know about you, but my teenager has uh, taken to calling me bro for everything. Oh. <laughs> bro. Right. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, yeah, the joys of children, huh? Yeah, bro. I- and I, I wanted to get back to it. What are your thoughts and feelings uh, in regard to cosmetic surgery? This has been one I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Yeah, well, it's it's an interesting one because I'm watching with my daughter, Love Island. It's our, like, we try to find programs that we kind of can watch together that are sort of semi-age appropriate with her only being 11. Um, mm. and, and she loves it. And it's, you know, it's quite funny. It's, a, it's actually... You know, it's a funny show in general, actually, just across the board, because it's a bit like the online dating thing in that, you know, they're obviously kind of uh, being sort of matched up to some degree uh, with these people. And then, you know, they kind of meet somebody and they um, they uh, what's the word? they pick each other. And but then, you know, <laughs> love I'm throwing somebody else that would even be more their type and it kind of mixes up and all of a sudden then people are getting upset and it's very fascinating actually to kind of watch if you look at the you know if you take away the nonsensical stuff on it but look at the psychology side of it but interesting enough you asking me that question last week we were watching one of the episodes and the love island have sometimes make them have them play games and Mm. the games was like uh you know um to reveal, uh, I can't remember the I, I can't remember the title of the game, but it was to um, see what they do and don't like and see if they match up and stuff like that. Anyway, right. one of the guys on there, I thought it was really interesting actually. He's actually one of the nicest guys on there, or so it appears anyway. He seems a very genuinely nice guy, and um, he consistently gets turned down by all the girls because he's too nice. Which oh <laughs> no. <laughs> it, that that just seems insane to me. It's like how you know, even he says, How can I how can someone be too nice? It's like, but anyway, he's a genuine nice guy, but he ended up shooting himself in the foot. And I actually really felt for him because he ended up in tears actually on oh, the show. God. Oh, yeah, it was really dramatic. But basically, he said one of his answers was, um, you know, what would he not like in, in somebody or something like I can't remember the exact question. But he wrote um, someone uh, fake, you know, like um, getting surgery done, like boob job and Botox. And he doesn't like fake. And he kept using the word fake. Right. And saying, you know, I like a natural, you know, um, person and, and I don't like fake anyway. You know, now I think he just I don't think he meant anything by it. And I and obviously he just was clueless. 
in the fact that when he sort of said that, he didn't give any thought to about the fact that five of the women in that all have boob jobs and also have had lip fillers and Botox. I don't think there was anything else because all the girls are in their 20s. The oldest girl, I think, is only 29. Oh, I'd hope there's nothing else at that age. But <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually even quite surprised at the amount of boob jobs, actually. But I don't know the background. There was only one girl gave her background and um, she was the most vocal, really. She got quite upset. But she said she went and sat down with him. And because a lot of the girls got really angry with him. I don't know what to, to what degree, whether it was because he had an opinion in general, obviously, about girls who get things done or the word fake, because they said it was the word fake that they didn't like. And but this girl anyway was explained to him that, you know, she was underdeveloped, you know, boob wise. So obviously, I don't I mean, she didn't say what size she went to, if anything, but she was underdeveloped. It really bothered her. It played havoc with her mental health. And so at the age of 18, her parents um, allowed her and, and got her a boob job. And, you know, that has made her, you know, feel more confident and more feminine. And because, you know, I, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but I, I think the vast majority of women will put femininity with, you know, boobs in particular over any other body part. You know, we just so... Well Oh, and there'd be pl plenty of the super feminists who would, you know, lose the ragged at that comment or statement. But I don't care. That's, you know, they're entitled to their opinion. You're entitled to yours. I'm entitled to mine. Boobs are a big part of being a woman, whether people like it or not. Uh, small boobs, big boobs, you know, uh, wonky boobs, whatever, you know, high ones, low ones, whatever. But I can see, yeah, I mean, from an early age, you now maybe it's society. Yeah. Uh, a bit of societal conditioning and maybe it's also just because you pay attention and you realize what bodies look like and you look at your phone family members and you see what people have and don't have and you yeah. go I mean what little girl didn't think at a certain age you know usually one of two thoughts enter into a girl's mind as a child with the concept of growing breasts you either go oh I can't wait to get me some of them <laughs> or you kind of go Oh, hell no. What? I don't want those things. You know, I think it's a little bit of both. It can gain, it can, you can feel that at the same time sometimes. I think I still feel that some days. Um, but, you know, not having seen the episode of Love Island that you're referring to, and I mean, so many of these reality shows, you know, everybody likes to give them so much crap. And, and I would say the majority of them are absolute drivel. But I think, like you were saying, the psychology of it it's it's yeah. people watching it's people watching that's what makes it so fascinating i would say if i had to guess that the reason those young girls took such offense to his uh, wording and maybe he didn't present what he meant to say yeah. well i think it's because he was kind of just tarring everyone who's ever had any cosmetic work done he's yeah. kind of just throwing them all with the same brush and i think that's where it gets a little unfair i would deduce because I'm older than a girl in my 20s and I can read between the lines I would suppose that what he meant was that he really does dig girls who are maybe on natural um who haven't had a bunch of work done and he wouldn't be wanting to date someone who has not just breast implants because you know one one procedure one thing done or enhanced or changed 
come on, you know, loads of people from all walks of life have things done and it's not always obvious, you know, uh, at what point is it simply vanity and at what point is it for their psychological well-being? You would never look at someone yeah. with a cleft palate. You would never look at someone with a cleft palate and say, oh my God, you're so vain for, you know, that now that also serves a function. You know, you have to have your palate intact to eat and speak correctly. But, you know, you wouldn't look at somebody who's had something like that done, that there was, there was a deformity there. You're not going to judge them and be like, oh my God, you're so vain. Right. So I think that, I think that we often, we give people a lot of, we give people a hard time and it's, I swear to God, women can't win. Like (laughs) some days it's like, (laughs) we can't, if you don't do X, Y, and Z, you get attacked for it. If you do do it, you get attacked for it. If you sit there and say, oh, well, I'm a feminist and I think women should be able to do whatever they want. Oh, but don't go and get cosmetic surgery because you're just a a pathetic vain bitch that, you know, no, like if if you want women to do what they want, then then let them do what they want, you know? Well, I think in that scenario with him, I mean, I would have looked at the bigger picture with some of those girls and those those particular girls. I think maybe maybe one of them uh, was quite natural. Oh, yeah. Actually, one of them was okay. She was quite natural looking. She doesn't wear she wears like just a normal amount of makeup. And um, actually, during the day when they're lounging around in their, you know, swim gear, she's actually wearing no makeup. Right. And she has actually had a boob job as well. Now, she's very slender. So my assumption would be maybe that she didn't um, develop much either. But I think, you see, I'd nearly wonder uh, if the other girls got prickly. And also what he's talking about natural is that a lot of girls, and we've talked about this before in our podcast, mm. but a lot of girls are wearing so much makeup. I mean, th- there was two girls that are on that. And these two girls are the ones that kicked off big time about his comment. But they wear an unbelievable amount of makeup. I mean, like one of the girls has her lips done. I don't know why. She's already getting Botox. She's had the boob job. That's fine. That was because she was underdeveloped. And she explained that. That's fair enough. But you want to see the amount of makeup that she's even wearing during the day while they're lounging around. You you next to don't see her not wearing any. Well, see, that's. I think that's a good point. I think that's yeah. what he meant. Well, that's see, that's what how I took it. I was more taking that that, you know, like you be looking at that girl, and I mean, like some of the makeup, you kind of go, "What are you doing, girl?" Like she, yeah. Just, yeah, you know, she's absolutely caking it on, and she's actually doesn't need it. I like she, you can see she's quite, she's a pretty girl. She does not need it. So I think he's more referring to that. Um, and in the yeah. fact that, like, you know, you're not getting the real deal there because, you know, especially with the lips and the Botox at such a young age. I mean, again, I think if like I know that Kylie Jenner, she oh. talked, well, I know, but she talked about why she did her lips. And that's because she had really thin lips. She to be fair, she had nothing. She had nothing. She, she really didn't. Fair. But she did go. She did go quite so completely dramatically the opposite. That you do kind of go, I know. She she explained in uh, an interview recently, actually, that the reason behind that was because she was kissing a boy and he turned around and made comment about how thin her lips were. Now, she was obviously very young at that time and obviously was very impacted. So now I think her lips are great, actually. I think I mean, I wouldn't even know she's had her lips done. Only the fact that I obviously have seen pictures of when she didn't get them done. But, 
you know, I can kind of see why she would have maybe been bothered by that. So I think for me, I think maybe I can too, yeah. Yeah, I think there's a danger point, isn't there? I think it's if I don't know, like when it comes to plastic surgery, you know, what are my thoughts on whether it's okay or not? I think if it's um to like with that girl who was underdeveloped with her breasts, if that's really bothering her, which you can kind of see why it might. Um, I think, yeah, I think I don't necessarily think that is going to correlate into, oh, all of a sudden you're going to be like addicted to plastic surgery and, and be getting loads done all the time. I think there's limits on it, but I think if it's helping your self-esteem because, you know, it's being impacted by a certain body part, like you said, like, you know, what's the difference if you have a cleft palate? Yeah. You're going to want to maybe get that fixed. If you had some, if you've been somebody who, let's say like myself, you know, breastfed and then you're losing, you know, you've lost your volume. Maybe you want to get that sorted or, you know, if they're too large and they're giving you back issues and you might want to get a reduction and a lift. I don't really think anything, there's anything wrong with that. What do you think? Well, but see, I think society is trying to get to this place of much more body acceptance and loving your skin that you're in and, and, and having not such maybe a narrow view of what is considered like societally acceptable or universally beautiful and, and, and broadening the definition of beauty. And that's great. I'm all for that. However, I'm also a realist and I do realize that we are visual creatures and there are going to be looks, certain looks for whatever reason, I could go into the science behind it. I probably will, but for whatever reason that we find more aesthetically pleasing, you know, um, they, there's a thing called the golden ratio. I mean, it's about how things are assembled on your face, features, the size of them, the shape of them that are just more aesthetically pleasing. So if someone, I've known a lot of women, I've known a lot of women in my life who've had, uh, nose jobs because they had the big hump, you know, on the bone of the nose. I've known lots of women have that. They usually get that. That's a genetically quite a male trait. They usually get it from their fathers. If their fathers had a big kind of extra hump on the bone of the nose, they would get that shaved down. Or I've known probably at least three women. Um, And who am I to tell them that they're wrong to want to have that done because of, you know, yeah. And now I'd say, I'd say one of them actually might've looked better before with the, with the hump because right. it's just, you know, but I mean, Hey, it's what they like and what they want. I mean, who are we to tell anyone yeah. that they're wrong to do something like, especially when it comes to facial features that you present that to the world every day, or even something that you don't present to the world every day, like your breasts or your stomach or your bum, or even, Hey, they do work on vaginas. Now it's none of my business. If somebody wants to go and get something tweaked or changed because they feel that it's going to make them feel better for whatever reason, then I am all about it. I am. I will support you 110%. I think the danger is that while cosmetic surgery and enhancements and even non-surgical things are becoming more and more accessible to everyone, yeah. they're becoming more and more affordable and more and more socially accepted. And I, I think that's wonderful. I do. I think what that guy on Love Island was probably also referring to without even necessarily saying it is he didn't want to end up dating a, a living Bratz doll. 
you well, know, those brat dolls that, have, yeah. that, 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 that I think nobody wants to see all the girls in the world decide that there's only this one aesthetic of beauty and it's okay. Let's look like a porn star and let's everybody <laughs> get their, everybody get their eyebrows tattooed on everybody wear the fake cockroach eyelashes, you know, that look like you have an animal attached to your <laughs> eye. Uh, let everybody uh, get the big plumped up, you know, blown up lips. Um, yeah. That's, I think what, the danger kind of lurks there. It's, it's, it's a double-edged sword. You can well, do good and bad with everything. You can't you? Well, that's what I think he was referring to was actually more their looks, not this, not so much the surgery. I didn't get that feel. It's that how that they present themselves. Yes. But who wants, what guy wants to date a girl who has to cake herself in makeup from 8am till the time they go to bed? Well, you know, well, that's not well, fun for the dude. Well, I just think, uh, well, how can you see what the person looks like? You know, you yeah. have a heart attack in the morning waking up to some of these girls because some of them look so different without the makeup. I mean, these two girls that kicked off, they look actually like very different without the makeup on. It's, it's, yeah, I just, I don't see the point of that, me personally now, because I love makeup and I love hair. I love getting gussied and getting dressed up to go out, but I still look like myself at the end of the day because I want my my fella to be attracted to me well I, yeah that, you I, know but is it is it a generation thing because you know when I was growing up as a teenager I mean makeup was all around obviously and all of that but like I you know I remember we had like very funky makeup and lots of very bright colors and stuff like that. but you know not very heavy makeup and I don't remember lashes or brows or anything like that so I mean the most was in fashion back then was to have like an eyelash curler which I mm. But I mean, you know, these days, you know, the amount of makeup, you know, application that these girls are feeling a need to do. I mean, sometimes by accident, because I don't often wear makeup. Um, but when I do wear it, sometimes by accident, I'm not minding. I end up putting a bit too much foundation on and it looks ridiculous. I end up kind of yeah. going, oh my God, because it just it just sits on your face so heavy. And I don't know. I just I personally don't like it. And I don't like that look. And these two young girls, I can tell you, they don't need it. You could see on the show the little time when they wouldn't have it on. They're beautiful skin. And you're like, you're smothering your skin in like a literally a bottle. Do you know what it is? One of the girls is really, really freckly. And you, mm. can, you can't see one freckle on her face when the makeup is on. That's how thick the foundation is. It's that thick. She's probably also using, you know, very, uh, very highly pigmented, like the kind of foundations that they use in movies and film sets to hide tattoos and stuff there, you know, that's, that's not your everyday wear kind of thing. Look, I mean, to each their own, but I do get what the guy on Love Island was, was getting at. I think when he says fake, it's, it's not even so much, oh, you had a boob job, suddenly you are a fake person. No, not at all. Yeah. But if you live your life I think beholden to some arbitrary standard of beauty, to some ideal, even if it makes you happy, if you are quite kind of, I don't want to say addicted to it, but if you're using it as a crutch, if yeah. you feel, if you feel naked without your uh, huge, ridiculously, obviously fake eyelashes, because no one would grow them like that. <laughs> if you, you know, if you, not for going out, not for a special event or a wedding or a party or a Saturday night, but you have to wear that Tuesday to run to the bank. Yeah. I mean, that's, 
look, I mean, you take anything to a point of almost like a fetish and it's going to start smacking into territory of mental health issues because you should be able to walk out the door barefaced, you know, yeah. if need be and not have an anxiety over it. Um, you yeah. know, if you, if you go out and you, like you see with so many girls and it's such a, such an Irish thing of the last couple of decades, these girls who would never actually in the sun ever really turn that shade of brown but they go out and but you know but they would they go out and they put on they schmear on head to toe year round they have to have their fake tan on and i mean and it's six shades darker than they would naturally get in the sun you want to go you know what just go sit out in the sun yeah but what are they looking cry yourself a couple of times you will develop a a a goldeny hue eventually unless you're just one of those people who cannot take the sun at all and you always burn and go red. But even still, use a tan that's kind of closer to your own skin. Don't try to suddenly look Moroccan. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't, I don't know what they're looking at in the mirror when they look in the mirror at this. Like, I don't get fake tan. It's not, I mean, I did it for my wedding. I regretted it. I, I, I don't know why I did it. I think I just got talked into it because that's what people did. <laughs> but like, uh, apart from that, Especially I, that's funny because you're so dark already. You don't need yeah. fake tan. <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't know why I got it. Um, I was talked into it. But I mean, I've never done it since. And nor would I know what I want to either. But like, I don't know. I, I find it fascinating. Uh, there was only one friend I had that use, uses fake tan. But whatever one she buys and whatever way she's putting it on, um, it you, I never knew she was actually had fake tan on it was very subtle and okay. she's put it, yeah. yeah very very subtle and she used to put it on her face as well um but it was super super subtle and well but see, I, that's the thing Jody, is i think that nobody would mind a bit of tweaking cosmetic enhancement surgery what fake tan if it looks natural that's mm. kind of you know like i i've heard before and i've actually had people tell me oh you don't even look like you're wearing any makeup even if yeah. I do have a bit on because at least the way that you now granted in the nineties, we loved our makeup and we had all the, you know, the glitter eyeshadows and the punk looks and the winged eyeliner, all of it. Like it's all been done before. These girls aren't doing anything new. Well, except for like the baking and the, and the shadowing and the, you know, the contouring to a ridiculous degree. We didn't do that in the nineties. And, but I mean, kind of the whole point of makeup was to kind of amplify what you had naturally and make it look more kind of just even and cohesive. If you had a bit of redness in the morning, take care of that with a bit of foundation, you know, kind of just make sure that the colors were nice. And, you know, you didn't, you didn't do like full on Moulin Rouge stage makeup. <laughs> no. Go out for your every day. So I think that can be quite off putting. Yes, it does look fantastic sometimes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But you can take anything too far and you can be heavy handed with anything. And that's with, hair, yeah. makeup, the way you dress, the way you behave, surgery. Like, look, I'm sure there are plenty of guys out there that if their girlfriend was just a nice, normal looking girl, very pretty, but she went and she got her lips injected and she got new boobs, even if she didn't need them, because I've known yeah. plenty of women to do that too. Perfectly lovely breasts, but they go and get their tits done and you're going, what is wrong with you? Well, I don't are- understand that. Well, there's certainly a certain size that I don't get. I mean, I've, you know, you, you hear people who are already a C or a D cup getting breast implants. I mean, why would you be getting 
breast implants if you're you know i'm i'm going to assume that this girl that kicked off on love island when she said she was undeveloped i'm nearly guessing that she was an a cup or less yeah because i think anybody with an a cup plus might not be ecstatic over it but probably wouldn't touch it you know oh no they would they would right well look i can only speak for myself i would say for me it's more about the look of the breast than the size you know, who doesn't want pretty titties? I mean, you know, that's because I've known many women who had gigantic boobs. And that's aside from the back pain issues. A lot of them, they go in to have reductions because they're like, they're so big, they're ugly. You know, right. you can cross into that territory as well. So I think for a lot of women, it's probably down to the aesthetic quality, the shape and contour, maybe even more so than size. Because, you know, you see sometimes on the internet, oh, this woman turned herself into the Russian Barbie doll and, you know, or the Pamela Anderson on steroids. And they've got these gigantic, just huge, ridiculously huge implants, the size of not even basketballs. I mean, bigger. <laughs> and yeah. they're, they're just completely round. They're completely fake looking. Like you kind of go, well, who does that appeal to? Well, I'm sure it does appeal to somebody out there. I'm sure mm-hmm. there are some guys that go, oh, that's really sexy. I want some of that. <laughs> but I'd, I'd be I'd be willing to bet more often than not that's probably not what men are into because women have never throughout history naturally ever had tits that look like that. So I well, think that no, no so women who have C and D. I mean, I would be part of the bigger chesty girl club. I had boobs at ten. I nursed children. I'm I'm still considering having something done at some stage. It's either going to be a lift. Or if it needs to be, if I've lost too much volume on one of them and I, I have to go for a small implant and there you have it. There's someone with size C, D breasts getting a small implant. And you go, isn't that silly? Isn't that superfluous? Isn't it not needed? Well, eh, depends on what the person talks about with their surgeon. Uh, sometimes a lift isn't enough to correct that sagging tissue or to uh, provide as we do get older and after we've nursed some of that lost volume. So I think that when people want to restore something that they already had as well, I think that's just as psychologically important as say someone like that girl on Love Island who was like, I was underdeveloped. It's going to bother you regardless, whether you had it once and lost it, or if you never had what you feel that everyone else around you has naturally. So I think that, I mean, obviously cosmetic surgery exists for a reason. Well, I mean, look, you know, like, I mean, I had four children and I breastfed them kind of on and off. And then also, I, I well, what the surgeon said to me was that I have an athletic build. So I don't have an awful lot of fat on me now. So, you know, like mm. nine years, oh, I think it's probably about nine or ten. Yeah, nine years ago now, I did get a boob job um, because I lost volume and, you know, I, I lost breast tissue. Now, some women mm. gained, you know, after they have babies, I did not. I went the opposite. But, you know, but that's naturally how I am. Like if I was even now to not eat correctly and walk too much, do too much cardio, I will lose weight real quick. And I'm losing the fat as well on me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just naturally my build. Did I do the boobs for anybody else? No. Do I ever get them out? No. You know, it was purely for me because it bothered me. I felt like a boy being so flat chested. Well, see, I think that is the that is the major thing that people need to keep in consideration when considering anything like that you don't do this for anybody else no and I think you know I mean there's always going to be the thing it's unnecessary surgery yes of course 
Um, but I think, you know, it, it, it's just something that kind of bothered me. It's made me feel better. Have I wanted to do anything else? No, actually. And I mean, I'm 46, 47 next month. Like, I'm sure there's loads of things on my face that I could, you know, do or other body parts. There's about. not. Well, there's I'm, not. I'll tell you right now, there's not. Well, well I'm sure there, there might be. I just, I don't mind about other stuff. It's, I think it's individual. I think for me, um, I didn't want to be like, oh, huge. I went within proportion of myself. They're classified mm. as small implants, you know, so they're going to cause less issues and problems. And for me, it made me feel better. And do I regret getting them done? No. Do I wish I do? I wish I didn't have to, of course, but I don't right. regret getting them done. And if they have to come out, new ones will definitely go in as long as I can do that. But did it put me on a slippery slope to like, you know, wanting to get loads of other things done? Well, funny enough, no, I'm quite happy to kind of age gracefully. I wouldn't, I'd be too nervous to touch my face. I'm going to get lines and wrinkles and I'm going to try and accept right. them. Um, you know, I think, you know, you and I've talked before, uh, you know, and especially with your background, you know, there are non-surgical things that we can do to help and they do work. I mean, I do facial mm. reflexology and I'm within a group and often um, the reflexologists put up pictures and you take a weekly picture over 12 weeks. So facial reflexology done once a week over 12 weeks. And the difference is huge. You can get rid of bags under the eyes, lift fine lines and wrinkles, lift the face, brighten the face. It's, yeah. it's actually insane what massage and stimulation and points can do on the face. So, you know, so for me, it was not like a slippery slope into plastic surgery and, oh, my God, I'm going to want to get X, Y and Z done. No, my my stomach didn't bother me. My bum doesn't bother me. My cellulite and my legs don't bother me and my stretch marks don't bother me. I kind of go... Do I love them? No. Would I do anything about it? No. But the boobs, yes. So I think, I think uh, you know, anything within moderation and if it's going to make you feel better and more comfortable, then, well, sure, why not? I agree. I say do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know why? I think, and especially since my father passed away, recently yeah. I think it drives home certain things and I'm not saying my god I'm not saying plastic surgery is a priority by any means no but I think sometimes so many women especially mothers we put ourselves on the back burners we say no no I'm not going to spend that kind of money on myself no I'm not going to do this no the kids need that no I'm not going to oh isn't that silly isn't that vain isn't that not necessary oh aren't you being just a twit and I think yeah. that can be just as damaging if not more, a more damaging way of thinking and looking at yourself than even somebody who would go maybe a little bit OTT into their looks and, and, and aesthetics. I don't think it's a slippery slope. I think if a person wants to get one or two procedures done, go for it. Nobody's going to know unless you tell them usually. And yeah. I think that, I, I think also that's kind of the, um, the trick, isn't it? I mean, I read something the other day where somebody said, some something article on the internet they said that the term aging gracefully is quite <laughs> sexist it's quite sexist and you know what I kind of I'm not one to go around saying oh that's sexist sexist or you know I don't yeah. I don't hem and haw too much about gender inequality maybe I should but I just I kind of like to sit back and watch how things play out and see yeah. what I agree with and see what I don't and uh, 
yeah, honestly, the term aging gracefully has always kind of bothered me because yeah. it, I'm like, what the hell is that supposed to imply? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I, if I decide yeah. not to let myself completely go and I'm not having to dig at anyone else, people have all yeah. kinds of reasons why they age or the way they do or gain weight or lose weight. People have medical conditions. People have mental health issues. They have very hard lives. They have all kinds of reasons why things happen and why their looks yeah. change. And it can affect any of us. So I would never judge anyone else. Um, but if somebody says to me, oh, well, why do you want to have Botox, Liz? And why do you want to do that? And why, do, why are you so into your skincare? And why are you so vain and PDO threads and thinking about having stuff done? Why don't you just age gracefully? I'm sorry. Hello. What exactly does age gracefully mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, am I know, not allowed to age the way that I want to? Well, see, this is my thing. It's sort of like it's it's all preference, isn't it? It's a bit like, you know, there are women out there who have to have you know, full um, mastectomies and they and they decide not to get reconstructive surgery yep. and, and that's okay. And then there's other women who have that done and go, no, I'd like to get my, you know, my breasts back. You know, I think it's, yeah. I, you know, it's a bit like- I think both options are viable. I think both are okay. And yeah. I do think they need to normalize women who've had mastectomies. Like I've seen lots of things on the internet and articles showing pictures of them because they're trying to normalize women without their breasts. You know, like you said earlier in the podcast that you tie it a lot to femininity. A lot of women do. Yeah. But I a do. lot of women are saying, I don't want to do that anymore because I want to make sure that I'm healthy. And as long as the cancer is gone and I don't want to do reconstruction. And I say, good on them. They should yeah. be allowed to do whatever they want, still feel sexy, still feel womanly and feminine. But at the yeah. same time, like, I don't want those women who don't have reconstructive surgery. I don't want them judged and treated harshly. At the same yeah. time, I don't want a woman who goes and gets fake tits after, you know, I don't want her judged harshly either. It's it's up to the individual. We need to respect the individual. Well, that's what I think. I think it's an individual thing. And, you know, it's no different than like people who work out you know, that, you know, want their body to be lean and, you know, and toned and things like that. Is it any different than that? There are some people who do that and some people who don't care, you know, and it's, it sort of just all comes down to preference. And I think, so I think with plastic surgery, obviously you can get the extremes. Like I've watched that show called Botched. And I mean, there mm. are some oh, yeah. serious stuff on there where, you know, there are some guys and girls who, I mean, like so clearly have mental severe <laughs> mental health conditions or something because mm -hmm. the level of uh body change and face change they're doing is unrecognizable that would kind of more kind of from a psychological point of view i would kind of go you know like why are they trying to change everything because like we're talking about a tweak here and there or you know if you've had you know, a, a baby or babies and, you know, and it has left your stomach. I don't know, like with, with that saggy skin that you just cannot get rid of. Is oh, let me tell you, that's another thing I'm thinking about having done one day because stretch marks don't bother me. I'd be like yourself. Stretch marks don't bother me at all, but I've got a little strip of skin at the bottom of my abdomen. Yeah. That planks, all the planks and all the walking and all the working out in the world. I'm can tighten it quite a bit but I may never get rid of just that little pinch of skin. Is it worth it to go and get major surgery done to have that removed? Some people would say, absolutely not. You're crazy. Wear Spanx, wear a corset or a girdle, get over yourself. Other yeah. people would say, get it, get it cut off. Well, you know? 
Well, I would say it's whatever you feel you need to do. I mean, I don't have that issue. I mean, even though I've had four yeah. children, my stomach doesn't show that I've had four children. I mean, oh, your stomach looks like my stomach did when I was 16. I'm going, <laughs> how in the hell? Didn't you once eat an entire banoffee pie? I want you to tell our <laughs> listeners about that. <laughs> I'm still impressed with that shit. <laughs> I know. I know. It's actually crazy. Well, obviously, on all four of my children, it's very interesting, actually. On the first one and the third child, I went up to 12 and 12 and a half stone on both of those two children. And then on my second, my last child, I didn't. I went to like maybe 10 and a half maximum, um, which is very interesting. But yes, on the first child and the third child, I ate all around me. And um, it was really interesting. On the third child, yeah, I had a, like all of a sudden I I got this um, sudden craving for banoffee pie. And my (laughs) God, would I eat like a huge amount but but yes a girlfriend of mine made a banoffee pie and I ate the entire banoffee pie <laughs> all by myself so no wonder I was 12 and a half stone on him but the thing That's is you know, amazing well this is the thing so it's not like I didn't gain like a huge amount of weight on two of my children it still didn't really cause any issues on my tummy the most I get now is natural bloating which all people can get but I don't have what you're talking about I don't mm. have I could I could easily eat certain foods that don't bloat my stomach and do extra exercises and I would have a super flat stomach. Um mm. so I don't have that. So therefore I don't need to touch my stomach. I would think about someone like yourself and what you're saying to me. And mm. you know, should I say to you then, oh look, don't be worried about that. Just you know, wear spanks or whatever else. Well, that's fine, but if it bothers you, then you right. should do- it's the same as like, um, you know, well, um, it's that, you know, it's, it's, it's a certain kind of natural genetics, what people can and can't do through like weight loss and working out. It would be the same if I turned around to you after you lost your breasts after nursing and saying, oh, well, that's just the way you're built. You're fine. Just get over it. Wear a padded bra. Yeah. No, that's yeah. not that. It's, it's about what makes you feel comfortable at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, so- when something doesn't affect us, you know, we're, you know, we're also then we can't always relate to it. But I think, but again, it, I really do think it comes down to just, it's an individual thing because like, if you, as I said, if you take the women who have gone through breast cancer and had mastectomies, I mean, like what's her name? The uh, famous star that was married to Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, mm. right? She decided to have both her breasts taken away just because she had the genetic gene for breast yeah. cancer. But then she got, breast implants and she got re- reconstructive surgery didn't she straight after yeah, she did so, yeah and th- and I don't think there's anything wrong with that I think well she's obviously identifying to some degree as a female to have boobs well she must be if she did that as do I so am I right or wrong I don't think so for someone who let's say would have had the same as me after having one baby or no babies might go, I think you're crazy. I wouldn't touch mine. I'm perfectly fine. Exactly. Well, well you know, she got so much hell for that, Jody. She, Angelina Jolie, they, uh, some people just tore into her, said she was obviously crazy to cut off perfectly healthy breasts and have, and I'm going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Her mom died of breast cancer, folks. Yeah. 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 Like her reason is highly personal. Well, I think she's also just, I mean, she's got the money to do it, you know, right. uh, 
And so what, right, she know, has access to the best doctors on the yeah. planet. Maybe she wanted to get rid of the tissue she was afraid could just become cancerous. And uh, she's a mother. Like I kind of get where she's coming from. I did too. I think if I was in her situation, I may very well have opted to, uh, to do the same thing. I mean, isn't it like anything? If if we have uh, if we're pre-exposed to anything, yeah, preventative. Yeah, don't we all kind of do that? Where well, a lot of people do. I think if there's if there's, you know, heart conditions in the family, you might be extra careful around that and get your checks. Or if there's bowel cancer, you know, it's advised that you get your, you know, cold, you know, your your test on every year. And, you know, I, I don't really see it's anything different. I've got some girlfriends who like that. Their mom died of breast cancer. They went and got themselves tested. They don't have that. I think it's the BRCA gene or something. Is yeah. That called and um, they don't. So they've chosen not to do anything about their situation. But but. If they if it was there, would they have maybe gone down the same route? Maybe. And I think that comes down to, you know, preference. So, you know, coming back to your man on Love Island, yeah, I think he was talking about more than that because he when he when that girl pulled him, of course he apologized and he ended up in tears on the show, actually with the wow. guy. Oh yeah, because he was really upset that he would have upset the girls because that's not what he meant. Well, I, that's nice. I mean, he didn't mean to hurt their feelings, yeah. No, I think I don't think that he was referencing girls that have like actual psychological issues around, you know, their boobs or or any other body part. I think he was just talking in general that he likes a more natural looking girl, not a girl that's caked in fucking makeup. And as you said, false lashes and, you know, all of that kind of paraphernalia that's kind of hiding actually even who that person is. You can't even see who they are. I think that's kind of more what I got that he was talking about and you know I can't think like I mean I suppose you know there's so much more emphasis put on women because guys don't do that so much but mm. or they don't need to do that so much God, it's so much easier to be a guy isn't it I mean they just shower yeah. some sh- aftershave <laughs> yeah I mean put their yeah. feet there they're done <laughs> oh it's so it's so not fair because it's like the boyfriend and I were talking about that that, that this weekend like men are just naturally more muscular and women just are naturally, we hold on to more fat. And I mean, it, it all goes back to obviously, you know, procreation and, and why, you know, that we have the gender differences that we do. And like men, oh, they do a couple of sit-ups, they do a couple of squats, they skip a meal and suddenly they, they've lost half a stone and like, they just, yeah, they shower and they turn up pretty. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, you know, meanwhile, we're over here plucking and peeling and tweezing and filing and oh yeah waxing and 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 tanning and doing all kinds of shit just to look quote unquote you know and that's another thing too is I resent the fact that I don't wake up as cute as I did 20 years ago when I, when I would wake up first thing in the morning you know and, and my sleep was always perfect and it was always refreshing I'd wake up at 20 years of age and I didn't need makeup I'd wake up I'd brush my hair brush my teeth and I was gorgeous and now I'm like fuck I have a lot of stuff to do to even get to like looking semi like presentable like I can't leave the house until I've done this 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 and this oh it's, 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 
it's even ridiculous, Jody. If I don't put my hair in a ponytail or something to sleep, I wake up looking like an insane, like I've escaped an insane asylum. My oh, hair <laughs> sticking up in every direction. If it's a warm night, I've sweat. My hair is greasier than normal. And like, and people think I'm weird or, or kind of OCD because I shower every day and I have to wash my hair every day. I will sometimes skip a day, but it's not often that I don't wash my hair. I guess I have to. I have to. I'm oh. one of those people, super greasy, super oily. And it's just, it takes a lot of effort for me to look <laughs> <laughs> in any way put together, which when, you know, back to the permanent tattooing and the eyebrows and stuff back when like permanent makeup came out, I remember thinking, man, those people are nuts. Why would you want to do that? And now I'm like, I get it. <laughs> anything that will save time in the morning and so you don't have to get ready you don't have to I don't have to draw my eyebrows on because they're getting thinner as I'm getting older I don't have to do this because well you know it's already done I can kind of see the appeal of all of those things as far as like time saving uh <laughs> little hacks you know but I can see where people would obviously take anything and go crazy with it and it, then it becomes an obsession and unhealthy Whereas I have no shame. I wake up looking absolutely wretched. I still think I'm fabulous. <laughs> but I don't think I'm fabulous. But, you know, I just have no shame. If you've seen the state of me going into Tesco's today, I mean, I'd gone for my walk. So I was still wearing my gym gear. Hair was slapped up, no makeup. And I was walking around like I was a supermodel. I mean, I just have no shame. Even actually when I was on the online dating, right, uh, the amount of pictures that I had, Looking back on it, I think there was probably only two pictures. Oh, actually, that might be pushing it. Oh, no, there was maybe two where I had makeup on. All the others, I had no makeup on in those pictures. I yeah. mean, like, I don't know why I put them up, but I was just like, you know. Oh, well. I know, I kind of did the same. Yeah, no, I put up quite a, a couple that were on natural, like, not looking like a crazy person now, mind you. But yeah. like I had a picture of myself, I had gone to the zoo with the kids and I wasn't wearing much makeup, but my hair was lovely. But just so that, you know, you could see like my face in full sun and with little to no makeup on, this is what I look like. And, you know, what you see is what you get, fuckers, you know, and then, you know, just so kind of like start. And then, of course, you know, as you start, maybe start talking to somebody and you just want to start dating, you go, I'm sending you a picture of me with no makeup on because I just want you to know what you're signing up for, you know, as a little warning. <laughs> Now would be the time to run. and <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, look, I think it's keeping it real, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, I'm not going to be like, you know, getting up at 4 a.m. to apply makeup just so yeah. as I'm looking fabulous like they do in the films. I mean, it's just not going to happen. I look like an absolute wreck. As my mother used to say, I look like I've been dragged through a bush backwards. You know, <laughs> that's and... me and my hair. Yeah, in the morning. <laughs> well, this mop isn't much better. But, you know, I think... You... I suppose you've got to keep it real too, because ultimately someone is going to see you uh, natural. Actually, isn't there an actress? You spoke about her before, I think, where where I think you said, I don't know if she was an actress or a singer or somebody, but her husband has never actually seen her. With no, no she's, a, she's a famous makeup artist. I won't say the huh? name, but right. yeah, she's a famous makeup artist. I've never used any of her products. It looks nice. I think it's highly overpriced so some of our female listeners will probably know exactly who I'm talking about but yeah, yeah um and I, I think that's insane I, I just think that's insanity you know going to bed with a full face of makeup washing it off 
first thing in the morning and then reapplying it at four or five in the morning and putting it's like are what that's no that to it's, me smacks of insecurity he has to love you for who you are yeah but you know i i, I can't speak for all guys but you know, I'm looking at that again, Love Island, because I, I you know, obviously I'm watching it with my daughter, but I do find it from a psychological point of view, a very interesting show because some of those girls, you know, do wear very heavy makeup and a good few of them are then, during, as I said, during the day when they're lounging around are not wearing any. And those boys don't batter an eyelid. I've, of course you, not. No, you never hear any of them saying, oh my God, she looks horrific without makeup on. I, don't, I now yeah. don't fancy her. They actually don't make any comment. I don't think half the time guys notice this stuff. They don't notice. They don't notice anything. I think I told you that. And I don't know if we talked about this on a previous podcast or not, but it's worth re-mentioning. I was sitting there chatting to my boyfriend one morning and I had a booger hanging out my nose and it was like a raisin from a scone. I was like, what is that on my face? And oh, to my horror, I thought like a fly had landed on my face. Okay. No, it was like, it was just, and I'm going, and I'm sitting there and I, I grabbed a tissue in horror and I even kind of uh, the, got onto him. I was like, why didn't you say, why did you just sit there staring at me? And he's like, what are you talking about? I didn't see anything. Like they don't notice. And uh, now I wouldn't wear an awful lot of makeup anyway. No, but you don't. My, my boyfriend thinks I look the same or better without it. Well, I'm actually. Going, I'm- yeah, right. Okay. Right. <laughs> no, I'd actually agree because I know you can have breakouts with your skin so I understand your feelings around that when you want to yeah, wear sometimes wanting to conceal a, a, a zit when you're 41 for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of get that. But actually, you do wear very, very little makeup. I mean, you wear even less than me. You'd wear more foundation than I do. But you sometimes, don't. Yeah. Yeah. You don't wear blush. And I would do no. like do the uh, the, you know, the eye flick, you know, stuff. And I don't really wear like eyeshadow particularly very often. But I would do the, um, you know, the flick. I don't know what you call it now. And the, the little cat liner, fl- the little uh, cat eye, little eyelash flick, yeah. eyeliner flick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's was that was very in in the 90s. And it's always stuck with me because my eyes are not really uh, very big. And I find actually just elongates my eyes a little bit. But anyway, I don't know. But anyway, you were even less than me. I would agree with him. Uh, you don't actually need it. You look just as good without it as you do with it. Oh, you're very sweet. Well, you know, I've even gotten to the point where I'm not wearing a lot of lipstick or lip gloss around him because it's ridiculous. Yeah. I go and I do my face <laughs> and I put on and then he just destroys it. So what is the point of him? Oh, it was very funny. I have to tell you this story. <laughs> I bought one of the and again, not that I need lip lip plumping. Oh, I bought those by accident. I know what I'm talking about. You know, well, did was yours spicy? Did it well, tingle? Like, but it tingled. I was like, oh, what's that? I didn't realize it was a lip plumping uh, lip gloss. And I put it on. I was like, oh, why are my lips on fire? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did buy it on purpose. So I was like, ooh, because I've used some products before that they do kind of, I've already got a big mouth, <laughs> as many people would agree. She never shuts up. But uh, no, like I've, I've got like large lips or what have you. And like, I don't need it, but I have used some plumping products before. And you do see like a little bit and you go, oh, that looks dead sexy. I'm going to do that. So I bought one of these on sale, and the chemist didn't know what what it was. And yeah, you know, I, I knew what it was, but I throw it on. And I'm like, hmm, that's a bit, um, that's a bit peppery. I'm a, I'm awake now, right? Well, one day I had thrown that on, and I guess it had stopped hurting or whatever. It was just stopped burning, and I forgot about it. 
and a couple hour late, couple hours later, Sean is is over to me, and it, he gets a smooch, and suddenly he's going. You can see the confusion, the, the look of the look of what have you done to me, you evil bitch? You know, like, <laughs> and he's like, why is my mouth doing this? <laughs> What's singing? hilarious yeah. really? that is too funny <laughs> no, like i mean we have to sit there and draw the line somewhere folks when your cosmetics are actually damaging your boyfriends and hurting them like maybe maybe we've crossed a, a line into stupidity perhaps i don't know but well, it's, it's funny there was an actress and i can't remember now i have to google it i don't i want to say it was rita hayworth but i don't think that's right i think it was marilyn monroe had a famous yeah. quote something about she said something like they go to bed with they go to bed with Marilyn or they go to bed with the dream and oh. they wake up and they wake up to me. It's Marilyn. Something, right. something like that. I think it was Marilyn. They they go to bed with Marilyn and they wake up to Norma Jean. That's it. That's yeah. what it was. Never mind Norma Jean when before she was Marilyn and she was a brunette, she was stunning. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. I think I preferred her as a brunette. Like I just um, I like her both, but she's just a gorgeous woman. But I mean, like she had a, she had an extra digit on one of her feet. So when she was Did getting she? an extra toe, yeah. And so in Hello, I think we've lost you. Hello, hello. Oh no, not technical difficulty. Jody, where have you gone? I know. Do you know what it oh. is? If yeah. someone, if someone tries to ring, it not. Uh. And I got another one of those fake. Do you know how many I've got today? Five so far. You know the scam phone calls. The robo calls. Yeah, I got one of those earlier. Yeah. I I keep blocking them, and new numbers keep on ringing me. It's insane. Well, this has become quite the epidemic in Ireland. It's only been in the last about three weeks that I have started being hounded by them. I'm and everyone I'm talking to is getting those robocalls, those fake, you know, yes. your PPS number has been whatever bullshit, and it's so obviously fake. Yeah. And you have to think about you have to think about like senior citizens, yeah, you know, elderly people who live at home alone, and God love them, you know, yeah. an eighty year old is not going to twig no. that. that you know, and, and even the most up-to-date, and I'm not trying to be ageist or anything like that, but even the most, you know, tech-savvy tech older person, even if they're on Facebook, and, you know, as you get older, you do start to kind of, your sense is kind of dull and, and things like that. And so I feel badly for anyone who could get taken in by that. But yeah, those robocalls have been out the wazoo well, lately. Well, I think the only reason I probably won't get caught by that is because I'm a very highly suspicious person in general. But like, I think, you know, I really, you I, I'm absolutely desperate. Like, I literally trust no one. But I mean, you know, I, I, my mom got caught rapid years ago, actually. She and this is where you could get caught. So even even someone of like an average age, our age or younger, let's say you had phoned social welfare, maybe making someone sorry or something like that, right? Because they're the ones I'm getting the moment at saying, you know, social welfare or something. And yes, let, let's say you've just been onto them and then all of a sudden you get this, you could think, oh yeah, that's them ringing me back. I mean, because this is how my mom got caught was that she had actually had an account with Microsoft. She had phoned them about something about her laptop or something. And then about a week later, she got a phone call from them so she didn't think anything of it. She thought, oh, yeah, they're ringing me back. But of course, mm. it was a scam. And they had actually got into her laptop. All of a sudden, went, it went black. But she'd already given her bank details. And then she oh. got married. 
she got on to my sister. My sister said, oh, my God, mom, you need to shut that down now, you know, and uh, ring the bank. But it was too late. I think by this stage, um, yeah. they'd taken about 500 quid or something on her. But she was able to pause it. But the bank wouldn't reimburse her because she had given out her bank details. Yeah. 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 They won't reimburse you if you give out the stuff. And, you know, the funny thing is, it's I some things happen. Now, hang on. We have to get back to Marilyn Monroe's extra yeah. toe. We'll, we'll come back to that in a minute. But um, the stuff, you know, this stuff kind of kicked off in the United States over 10 years ago because I was still living there. And it was Microsoft was a big one. Right. And uh, we, we don't have a PPS, but we have a social security number, which would be the equivalent. And it was that kind of thing. We'd get robocalls from Microsoft, robocalls from, you know, the Social Security Administration. Your social security number has been used in fraud. And I just remember, and especially because I was moving to Ireland, I was just like, yeah. you want to steal my social security number and my identity? Good yeah. luck. Good on you. Maybe you'll have better luck with it than I did. Fucking go for it. You become Elizabeth and I'll fuck off. Maybe you'll have a better go of being Elizabeth than I did so far. So, I mean, I didn't, you know me, I'm going to turn everything into a joke. I don't rightly give a shit. If someone wants to steal my PPS, do your worst. What are they going to do? Take the medical card I don't have? Like, I mean, I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever good luck with it and it's so funny because those robocalls are so ridiculously fake you know yeah but, but you know what um, i've popped on to if you answer yeah. your phone but don't say anything it clicks off it's obviously waiting for you to go hello and the minute you yes. say it clicks in so i've actually found what i do is i answer them now and it clicks straight off if you don't answer yeah. Uh, you know what I'd love to do is get one of those bullhorns, you know, those and just do that into there or a rape whistle or, yeah. and I know that's quite cruel, but I think, I think it's warranted. Now, hang on. We have to, before we get going, we have, before we wrap this up, you have to tell me more about Marilyn Monroe. She had an extra toe. Yeah. So if you Google it, she had an extra toe. And so in her pictures, if she ever had with her feet that they used to hide it, they used to hide that foot. Extra digit. I know. I only See, know that. Goes to show if even pretty people have their wonky bits. Uh, who is it? Uh, that Megan Fox. She has oh. the ugliest thumbs. Uh, she has the ugliest fingers I've ever seen on on a woman. Like she's got oh, like really? toe thumbs. They call them. Yes. <laughs> oh. I've seen it in pictures. I'm, that is really poor thing. It's it's. They're very. It looks like somebody stuck a toe <laughs> on her hand, on her thumb. God forgive me. If she ever hears this, we're going to get sued. I don't care. It's worth it. I'll have to have a look now, actually. I'm curious yeah, now. You're going to have to Google her her toe thumbs. Oh, do you um, know, I think when it comes to your face and your body and all of that, I think if we were all to kind of sit, you know, and really think about, you know, everything, of course, we could be bothered by everything. You know, I, you know, I think yeah. that could easily happen. And I certainly think nowadays, because I hear with my daughter, the things that she'll talk about her body. I just don't remember having those issues when I was a kid. I don't remember thinking anything about my body. Even when you were saying about boobs, I don't, I don't remember um, being b bothered by boobs when I was younger, actually. I, I don't really remember that. Um, maybe I was and I'm just not remembering, but I don't think so. So, you know, well, I was going to say it was because I was surrounded by boobs in my household, but so were you. We were in a maternal household with two sisters. So, I mean, we were equally surrounded by boobs. I don't know. Maybe it was because I was the baby. My sisters were older, um, you know. I don't know, because both my sisters would be very busty. 
Um, I mean, like, and I'm always saying, Jesus Christ. And actually, all my girlfriends are as well. Actually, I don't have, I'm trying to think, I've only got one or maybe two friends, three friends that are slightly on the smaller size. But actually, most of my friends are ridiculously busted. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> you could just give me some of that. They're giving out about how big theirs are. Um, and there was mm. then, in the, you know, but I mean, look, I think it's like anything at all. It's like, you know, I have a friend that got surgery d- done on her foot. Well, that's because it, it bothered her. So someone could look at that right. and go, oh, well, should you touch that? Well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I think when it comes to plastic surgery, I think it comes down to personal preference on what you feel, you know, you're okay with and you're not. I don't have any issue particularly around it as long as it's, as long as you're healthy and not doing it for unhealthy reasons. Um, right. As long as it doesn't become a, a, an obsession. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, like th- this girl, this one girl that kicked off on the Love Island at this boy and um, she had her lips done as well. Now, obviously I don't know what her lips looked like before, but let's say like I don't have really big lips. I'd love your lips because you've got lovely, luscious lips. But would I do anything about mine? No, I wouldn't. Because no, I, I wouldn't think there's anything wrong with yours. You might want them a tiny bit bigger, but I wouldn't say like that Kylie Jenner, she had no lips. Oh, and, that was and, a big different. Yeah, I can totally yeah. understand why she did something about hers. I'm not on that scale. I just have no. a smaller mouth, smaller lips. Would I like a you know, bigger lips, absolutely, because I, I think they're very nice. But would I do something about that? No, it do, I'm, I'm not, you know, like, I don't have any desire to have, you, you know, to get anything like that done. But do I, so, but do I think there's anything wrong if someone did? Not really, but everything, I think everything within moderation would have been like me yeah. going in surgeon and going, right, I want two, I want double Fs. It would right, be- you'd look ridiculous that you're such a tiny little woman that, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, I, I think everything within reason, I think is okay. Uh, but we've just got to be mindful of that thing that people can suffer with, which is the body dysmorphia. And yeah. that's a very psychological thing and not always very truthful, actually, with how you actually do look. And so you, I think you just have to be mindful on that. That would be my final thought on that. That Yes. Well, fantastic. I think. Well, I think we're in agreement that people should make themselves happy because you know what? We'll be a long time dead. Yes. Life yes. is short. Go yes. out if you can. If you're not harming anyone else, go out, have some fun. And if you yes. want to, get your tips out, whether they're yes. brand new or the original set or whatever <laughs> floats your boat. But listen, before we wrap this up, Jody, I'm going to tell you next podcast episode. You 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 said something earlier uh, in today's episode. Um, and I kind of, I was going to mention it then, and, and then we got distracted. But there is an episode of, you know, that show Black Mirror that I'm always on about, the sci- yeah. sci-fi show. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm giving you homework, lady. You got to right. go and watch it. There was an episode I, I saw last night called Hang the DJ. Hang and the it was DJ. about, basically, Hang the DJ, about an app, almost like a kind of like a Spotify with a playlist, okay? Okay. But it's an app that controls your romantic relationships. Oh, you, you sign up for it. You cannot end the relationship on your own. You yeah. get a timer. You get a timer. You go out on a pl- blind date. You meet the person and you get a timer. And it will, will tell you both how long the relationship is meant to last. And it's an actual oh. relationship, not just a date. And some people get five years and some people get a year together and some people get 36 hours and you go going, really? And it's really, really interesting. 
And it's supposed to, what they're doing, what they're signing up for basically is based on their behavior in each relationship. An algorithm will then determine who is their perfect person. Oh, it's going to find you. It's going to find you the one. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. Yeah. My homework. So, right. That's your homework. You have to go watch that. We will hit that on the next podcast episode because I think that ties into so much of the yes. general crap that we talk about. So, <laughs> all right. Well, listen, Jody. thank you once again for a lively afternoon chat. And thank you so much to our listeners, um, for Jody in, in Wicklow and myself in Louth. Thank you once again for joining us on Mosaic Podcast. Jody. you know what to do. <laughs> I'm signing out, <laughs> Luscious Lips, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>